This is the Music Storm Podcast, where we discuss music from so many angles, from artists, producers, to the listeners, but with the main interest with the music industry as a whole. Today, we got Andrew Ravel. How are you doing, Andrew? I'm doing good, man. Listeners probably don't really know you, of course, so start off, like, where are you from, and what do you do, Andrew? Uh, so, well, my name's Andrew. I'm yeah. from Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. Uh... I mean, I just work in a pizza shop that my family owns, but uh, so I'm more of like a listener to music, mm-hmm. kind of have grown around it like my whole life for the most part. I have a lot of friends that are just like in the music industry that like either play in bands or mm-hmm. audio engineers, things yeah. of that nature. Yeah. So, yeah. You got like a lot of influence for, I guess, music, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of the people that I've met online too are more into the music industry Mm -hmm. yeah and then just a lot of people that i talk to yeah like how come you like how come you just stayed as a music listener why haven't you started like a band or something new right that is a a great question uh so the reason i haven't necessarily started a band is i've always like wrote music and things like that Mm -hmm. on my own but it's always been something that's like more of a personal outlet for me that i kind of just have always kept to myself um i used to be in like chorus in high school and i got into select chorus which is basically just select group of people from your high school and like my experience there just put me off completely like performing live music and stuff i hated doing it with that group of people so it kind of put me off for making music and stuff for a while but recently after going to live shows when coronavirus wasn't a thing um i realized that the group of people that you're with or the type of community that you have around you can really influence that and so since I've had a lot of time off during Corona, I've started writing music. I don't know if I'll ever release mm. it because it is still super personal stuff like that. But yeah, yeah who knows? Who so knew? what kind of like music are you writing right now? Is it like folk or like, I don't know. I'd say I don't it's, know. Um, it's on the border of like, like punk rock to fo- uh, folk punk side of things. Ooh. My biggest influences when it comes to music are bands like, modern baseball the front bottoms and then from the other side of things the more folk punk side like pat the bunny ramshackle glory bands like that okay 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 have you like met those bands at all or any like interaction with those artists that influence you no so from the folk side of things pat the bunny uh he was an artist kind of before i started getting into it and so a lot of people in the folk punk uh, scene mm-hmm. talk about things like drug abuse, stuff like that, which has never been something that I've necessarily struggled with. But specifically, Pat the Bunny, he kind of later in life realized that like him being around that scene wasn't great for him. And so he kind of moved out of it. So by the time I started listening to him and stuff, he's kind of disappeared from the internet. Jeez. Stuff like that. Like, it's kind of hard to keep track of people. But I, I've seen the Front Bottoms live. I haven't met any of them. Um, but as far as, like, punk rock goes, a lot of my friends and a lot of the bands in the local scene in general play a lot of, a lot of punk rock. So I've been able to mm-hmm. talk to them, get inspiration from them. 
That's interesting. Like, I did not know, like, Rhode Island, like, influences, like, punk rock. Like, for us in, like, Canada, it's, like, there's a bunch of influences, but the main thing that I've noticed, like, for the smaller bands is metal, which is cool. Yeah. Well, I, I would say that as far as punk rock goes, I would say one of the biggest scenes is obviously, like, West Coast, like, California. That's where you get, like, Green Day, bigger bands like mm-hmm. that. But it seems to me, at least, that a lot of people my age that I associate myself with um, kind of went through the same experiences that you hear bands like that are in pop punk or, or rock, like sorority noise, modern baseball citizens band, like bands like that. They kind of relate to those things more. So I'm always like listening to what my friends say, or like people that I know that play music. And I also just, try and watch as many interviews as possible as i can with artists that i like because you start to understand them as a person and they start to like talk about how they write music stuff like that Mm. so has your parents influenced you at all with music uh they haven't influenced me specifically with music but they have Mm. given me a background of a bunch of different types of music so i grew up with pretty much just my mom but my mom listens to music from like oldies like fat domino like really old music like under the boardwalk up to like she was a big nickelback fan for a while when i was younger so that was like all i listened to um but my grandmother too when i was younger all all she would play was like kenny rogers tim mcgraw so I, i got used to that type of music and that music when i was younger for the most part kind of uh started my outlook on life differently when i was young because you listen to kenny rogers rest in peace who at the time when he like put out water and bridges which was the album that i listened to the most was starting Mm. to talk about like huge changes in america like uh i in the song past 10 years he's like uh the best golfers black the best rappers white and it's about damn time so you start to hear things about like movements and stuff like that when i was like super young so that type so the music that they imposed on me kind of gave me like big influences and a different outlook on life for the most part yeah like for me for influences i had like nickelback bon jovi michael jackson like there's a bunch of influence for me for like bon jovi bon jovi my friend like his car radio got stuck on one cd and it was just a meatloaf CD that he could only play in his car over and over again. And it was the funniest thing ever oh, to just hop in his car yeah. and hear one meatloaf. Exactly. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. I will love that. So like, why do you think like a lot of like people and listeners limit themselves to like one specific music genre? Why not go to like other music genres you think? I think it's like, so there's always just so much music out there being pushed all the time that it's hard to be like but this type of music or this band that i i just listened to they're uh they're saying to listen to this band and that's the type of music i like so i want to listen to that before i go and move over and listen to like a, a rap album like i'll try and schedule it in somewhere but there's always yeah. so much music coming and then you start to have people that almost gatekeep certain communities like you hear people being like oh i bet you didn't listen to this person when they put out this album and it kind of puts you off from certain areas of of music uh like you see like Mm -hmm. right now with like unfortunately like rappers and 
influencers passing away and people are like don't try and hop on the trend now that they've passed and it, it kind right. of pushes you away from wanting to like get into that scene of music yeah it's pretty sad just seeing like all these artists and influencers are like oh i finally heard about this artist once they were dead like for myself even i did not hear about i think it was mac miller he died right yeah. just making sure yeah. yeah um i did not hear about him until he died which is pretty sad. And I hated that. Yeah, Mac Miller was another one of those people. I remember every... I, I used to just constantly have MTV on my TV. And, like, I'm the type of person that has to sleep with noise on. And I remember every time I'd wake up in the middle of the night, there was one Mac Miller lyric they would play on MTV over and over. And it was like, I close my eyes. Wait, my eyes closed before I... Wait, what is it? It's like... I close my eyes before I cross the street or like, I don't look both ways. I close my eyes before I cross the street. And so like, I, ne I never like figured out what song it was, but after like a couple of years, I was like, damn, I used to hear that all the time. Let me actually give Mac Miller a listen. And then my cousin was like a super big Mac Miller fan and the music that he put out sounded similar. So I started listening to it. And then like a, a year or two later, he passed away, but Dang. rest in peace to the most dope. Rest in peace, dude. Rest in peace. How would you talk to someone trying to find, like, their favorite music genre, you think? Ooh, well, that... Hmm. See, I wouldn't just outright ask them, like, well, what's your favorite music genre? Because yeah. I don't want them to say something like rap, and then I'm like, shit, dude, I'd be over here listening to, like, anarchist scream with a guitar, and it doesn't sound good. So <laughs> most of the times, I think if I'm, like, I don't really ask people that aren't my friends like their music taste. Mm. I just kind of like, as far as being on like the internet, mostly nowadays, you start to hear what they're playing. Or if you're in the car with them and you listen and you're like, oh, what are you listening to right now? That That's kind of like where I'm at. Like it. Okay. I had a friend for a while when we started going to the gym. I wasn't big friends with him at the time, but we just decided we were going to start going the, to the gym together. And he would drive us every day. And so he used to play bands or he plays bands in his car, like movements or tiny moving parts. And I started listening to those and I was like, oh, I really like these bands. You might like this band that's slightly similar mm. to them. And then you start to get into the conversation of like, nice. oh, I saw this person live. Or you can also look at tattoo people's tattoos and instantly tell kind of like what spectrum of music they're on a lot of times. Like I have I want to get like a couple of tattoos. I think one specific tattoo is like a band. I think Bad Omens. It's like their logo. Okay, yeah, yeah. But also I just love like I'm Christian, of course. So it's like it's representation of like their band, but also it's still Christianity because their logo is just a crown of thorns. Right. Yeah. So it's like, why not get both? You know? Yeah. Wait, are you filming video on this? Yes, I'm filming a video on okay, this. Okay. So I was going to say, like, most people, if I'm streaming online or something, yeah. they see all the Chancellor Rapper posters and just like, oh, mm -hmm. this kid's only into like Chancellor Rapper or like <laughs> gospel rap. And it's like so completely different. Like, Chance is a big part of my life. But mm -hmm. like, I mean, if I move out of the way, there's like Johnny Cash. Oh, yeah, you have the Green Day in the background, Yeah, like Cobain. Dude, you have a wide range of music genres, dude. Like, you're the same with me. I listen to everything, like Green Day, um, John Genova. I don't know. Like, there's a bunch of stuff that I listen to. Even there's yeah, so I, much. I feel like I say that a lot, and then people are like, oh, well, then, of course, you know this band. And I'm like, I don't know who that is. I don't know. Because there's man. just so much music.
it it's insane how much music there is out there and the amounts that is still the to me i think recently i was just thinking about this like we're probably not gonna find like our most loved favorite band still probably like we have like an artist probably that we really really enjoy and think hey this is our favorite band but we probably will never find our actual favorite band in like our lifetime probably because there's so many bands and artists coming out with so many stuff yeah well i mean maybe not our lifetime but where we are right now because i mean we have to find our favorite band at some like we're gonna die one day and at that time you're gonna have a favorite band and you're gonna be like oh well that's my favorite band but oh, yeah. i do agree with that like when i was in high school i'd say chancellor Apper is like my favorite artist mm-hmm. but like slowly he's obviously still up there but i would say right now my favorite band is the front bottoms or modern baseball so mm-hmm. yeah, you're always like, growing as a person that is true like you change every single year like i like every single like year i change like what i listen to like what i saw on my spotify wrapped it was interesting like last year or like this year i guess it was it changed from metal to hip-hop because i started listening to a lot more hip-hop rap kind of stuff the last year and it's just it's so cool just seeing like how much you grow in yourself and checking out different kind of influences for music for sure yeah because i think for me at least i tend to lean towards the music that i can relate to the more side of struggles that they're rapping or singing about like yeah i don't always want to hear like upbeat music i tend to try and find a connection in music to people that are experiencing the same things i'm going through so like in high school when chancellor when i was listening to like prom night and 10 day by chance and he's talking about being in high school getting suspended and like his high school experiences i related to that whereas like nowadays i relate to more like modern baseball talking about like a girl that broke up with them or something <laughs> that's great i could totally relate to that man yeah. totally <laughs> but i'm the same thing with you man like i I listen to the song and for the lyrics and everything. If they relate to me on some some kind of certain level, for sure, I go hard deep into those lyrics, find the meaning about it, and try to see what the band or artist was trying to get out of the song, for sure. Yeah, yeah, same. And, like, it's to the point where now every time I'll hear my friends say a sentence and I listen to so much music and try and remember everything they say, where as soon as they finish the sentence, I'll finish it with like a lyric from like a song and they get so pissed at me. Like they'll say a random sentence and like they won't know that I'm going to do it, even though they probably do by now because I do it so often. And I'll just relate it to like some song lyric that I heard and they get so annoyed. With That's me. funny. Like, I think it was like years ago. I started noticing this and it's just the odd song. I just remember like their song title and then I'm like, oh, they mentioned this song title and like their conversation. I'm like, oh, shoot. Yeah, I I remember one of like I I was listening to Modern Baseball and Mm -hmm. for the longest time there's there's a lyric in one of their songs that goes, I'll leave the steady hands to Sean. And it never made sense to me. And then I started digging deeper into the band and realized that the drummer from the band has their own band called steady hands. And I was like, that's where they get that. Oh, that's pretty cool. Hmm. How about like the idea of the music industry for yourself? Like thoughts about like everything as a whole. What do you think about the music industry for yourself? I think right now 
it must be so tough to be in the music industry because mm-hmm. you just can't get a band together like in person to go do everything at once and then you can't play live music so how do you like yeah. make money or like grow your fan base um and i'm seeing so i follow battle rap a lot mm-hmm. so a lot of battle rappers uh and and they're always talking about like uh you guys need to stop trying to go to the studio and just make a home studio and record at home for yourself and i'm like that's got to be so tough for these people it's weird huh yeah i've not listened to battle rap stuff i really need to probably and get an idea on how it works and everything but like i'll i'll recommend a battle rapper to you that i think you'll like okay. his name's a ward and i recommend him because he's a christian rapper but he doesn't throw <laughs> like shove it down people's throat too much and he's yeah. fire oh okay okay he's actually really good okay you gotta link it to me after for sure i will i will yeah you I will. got you. you will what about like artists like new artists getting into the music industry what do you what are your thoughts about them trying to pursue music right now you think it's good for them to i think it depends on like the age range age range of the musician because i actually feel like right now for younger musicians like say for myself if i just want to play guitar and like sing acoustic songs like there's so much social media that i could just like go on tiktok film it and then like maybe it'll blow up maybe it won't but that's a shot you can uh, take and a lot of bands that i found recently that i I enjoy i've found because there's just one person sitting there playing guitar on like tiktok or twitter or instagram Mm. i'm like oh i actually really like this so i i feel like i mean i i come from music where the scenes diy like do it yourself like all, all these like midwest bands or like pop punk bands are like we don't want record labels or anything promoting us we're gonna do the music ourselves we're gonna spread it ourselves and then if we get signed to a label eventually like that that's fine but we're gonna start being like do it ourselves we're gonna drive our own tour vans we're gonna get like a a crappy like tour van hop in it and go to a bunch of different places yeah dane i did not realize like how much like that side of like the states is very like independent and everything i'm like wow like isn't it hard for like artists to actually like make it though that's the thing like wouldn't they just crash uh yeah i mean it depends on what the person's looking for i feel like if you're in music to get like super famous and be big in music you're not doing it for the right reason so if you're just playing music and like going to live shows and stuff because you really love it then i think people will like see that and be like all right this is like this person's actually in it for the right reasons and then i feel like those people are the type that that grow more but even then even if you have a smaller audience usually those audience are the most dedicated and they're the ones that will like listen to all your music and so i don't know when, when it comes to the term like making it in the music industry it's all about how you see it as a person like for me like one of my favorite lines by the front bottoms is I want this to mean something to anyone, even if they don't understand. Like if I were to put music out there, if it just like affects one person and they're like, I like this and I can uh, like, it helps them. Then I've, I've made it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. To me, I think a lot of these bands and artists, I think realize, yo, if I'm like what I've noticed a lot of bands and artists, if they made something to like help them mentally like emotionally or anything out of the sort that's basically what a lot of these artists say they made it i think at this yeah because 
I mean, this happens a lot, but if you're just making a song to like uh, be relatable, like you always hear rappers and stuff dissing people for mm -hmm. wanting to just make re like relatable music or or like just catchy choruses, stuff like that, then those are what I find to. I don't know, be the kind of hit or miss type bands. Like you could have a band like AJR uh, who kind of makes those just like catchy songs, but are also slightly relatable and they blew up because they're doing it like their own way. But if you're just trying to make catchy songs and just be like, everyone's going to like these because they're mm -hmm. catchy. I feel like that's when you kind of don't gain traction. Yeah, that is very, very true for sure. If you were a person like say your band like in your music scene, gets approached yeah. by a label or a record company, would you do it? Personally, I wouldn't because no. again, like it's a whole DIY scene. Like, yeah, uh, that that's kind of like the draw of everyone in this scene is to be like the band that didn't need any of that. And I mean, one of my favorite rappers is Chancellor Rapper, who's one of the biggest independent artists out there. Three Grammys independent like he's like, making that's it that's a dream that's yeah. a dream like i don't know much about chance but i listen to his stuff he has good stuff but like still the dude has really made it and it's insane like how he became independent and does his own like it still baffles me like depends on the certain like artists and everything how big they are and how independent they could get it's it's pretty cool it's really cool yeah a person in like instead of like the do diy of course like why yeah. do you think people don't want to go to a label record company you think now i mean you always hear people like using the term like quote unquote sell your soul or something like that mm -hmm. like, i think people are just so scared now because they've seen so many artists like go do it and then they change up completely from what they started with which for me honestly i don't mind if an artist chains changes what they're like doing but um i think a lot of people care about artists sticking to who they are and if you get signed to like a label or a big label uh they they just expect a band to just turn into that like uh only writing catchy chorus like yeah. like hit quote-unquote hit songs things like that um so I, I think a lot of people are just scared now that they're gonna like either get screwed over by like a bad deal or people are going to stop listening because labels are going to want to sell uh, a certain amount of a album, things like mm -hmm. that. Yeah. It depends on like the artist and everything, like, and also the contract, like to me, yeah. what I've seen, it just depends on the record label. Like what I know from a lot of these, what I've been talking to with a lot of artists, it's just mainly like these artists getting screwed over with like the money contract aspect yeah. of it. Like the, they get a loan, of course, from the record company. Say, hey, this is the amount of money that we will give you to produce, say, said album or like EP. And you have to give us like over more of the amount that we lend you or whatever. That's the only thing that's really screwing a lot of these artists that I'm seeing, which kind of yeah. sucks. And then I'm sure, like, obviously, I've never talked to a label or I haven't been signed to a label, but I can assume that at some point, they're going to expect you to like go on tour for a certain amount uh, of dates or put out this many albums or something in a year, which mm -hmm. for an artist has to be so hard. And I think that's where the whole writing songs that they don't 
really feel comes from because they're just pressured yeah. to write uh songs that maybe they're just not ready to finish yet yeah like i was i actually was did a question at one specific band and asked them about this because they the record company tweeted about saying hey they got brand new music coming out this year i'm like hey dudes what's going on about this this was thousand below and i asked them hey why is the, your record company saying, oh, you got new music this year and they're like not even close to being done with music and they're like, we don't know what's going on in their guys' heads <laughs> yeah. or whatever. It's just, yeah. it sucks for these companies are like, hey, you got to get this done, done now, 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 you know? And yeah. they just can't produce music quickly, you know? Yeah, and then like once you're, once you get signed by a label, you're quote unquote on to like a, a different, playing field level like you're not uh you're not writing music where if you're in a competition which i mean to be fair if you're like playing songs on the radio and stuff and you're trying to get up the charts you are in a competition mm. like you're you're trying to write songs better than other people or sell more than other people which means you have to put more music out in a certain amount of time so you have just more listeners and stuff like that. It's yeah. like, I, I don't, I, I personally, for me, that's not what I would want to do. Like I wouldn't want to be forced to be doing things like that. I will, I would want to write naturally and how it Same. comes to me. Same. Like that's what I enjoy about artists taking what they want to make and going independent. Like for me, I even mentioned this, I think in my last one or the, the first one I put out, for the podcast victoria justice was on like music label or like the company like label or whatever and she went independent now after so many yeah. years in contract and it's so nice to see like these big child stars or even those kind of people going independent and getting to say what they want to say it's kind of cool and kind of good yeah. to actually speak about what they want to say and you just see a lot more people becoming independent now because they realize that they can do it. I think mm -hmm. back in the day when like you could only listen to songs like on the radio or in album stores and stuff like that, you kind of had to get signed to a label because they were the people pushing your music. Yeah. But nowadays, like you can kind of get notoriety from like SoundCloud, Bandcamp, uh, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube. Mm -hmm. Like you have all these access points where you could end up just becoming a big independent artist. Um, but I know there are some labels out there, at least that I've noticed that I cut like, I like, like, uh, I think fueled by ramen, uh, at some point has oh, yeah. had like 21 pilots and the front bottoms on their label. And, and they seem to be uh, a good label to be signed to. It depends I, though. Like I know, what is it? They have a day to remember right now yes, on their label. Do. And a lot of people are like, what are they doing? I don't know. Yeah. And a day to remember was independent at one point so i don't get why they went to feel by ramen which is very very interesting uh yeah um I, yeah they are on fuel by ramen. okay yeah i just yeah, want to make yeah. sure that was the, the right label yeah that's that's who the the front bottoms are on and i mean when they got signed to fuel by ramen i personally think like their new album sounds great and mm -hmm. they kind of took a different approach which usually if you see a band go onto a label they they tend to not go like completely sh like shift directions but the front bottoms went with like a fairly different approach to the to their music on this like new album like their writing style is still the same but the actual way they compose the music is like completely different yeah yeah so i really true. enjoyed it 
Yeah, it's good to actually like for me, if you change up your sound a little bit, like there's a couple bands that change up their sound always, and it, it's good to actually change up your sound and legit try and experiment with your music because you only live once, right? So it's good to actually do yeah. it and see what your fans are, reactions are, and see, hey, should we go into this direction? Like, I know, was it g Easy finally actually went into like more R&B kind of weird yeah. soul kind of style there like last yeah. year or something and it threw a lot of people off guard and i thought he was gonna do like under a different kind of name but he just went off of like his regular name which is pretty cool yeah i mean it's a huge gamble too because like people could either love it or people could hate it like the right. big day people hated what chance did with the big day personally i don't mind it i like it mm. but other people hated what he did with it there's also like like being a Twitch streamer and all that kind of stuff like DMCA. What are your thoughts about hearing all this DMCA stuff on the internet? Oh man, it's it like I, I understand that Twitch as a platform is like we can't keep losing money because of like DMCA strikes, like but I mean I hate going into a stream and just listening to the same repetitive like EDM beats or something mm. in the background of every stream. Uh, I mean, there are still a lot of smaller streamers that I watch that just don't care and play whatever yeah. music they like. And that's like this. A lot of streamers that I watch, my favorite part of watching them is listening to the music that they listen to because a lot of streamers or like some of my favorite streamers are just streamers that are just chatting and they just play the music that they like and they they sing along with it and they talk to chat and stuff that's like always been my favorite type of stream to walk into or even people playing covers and stuff like that and it just takes away from all of that it takes it away from a whole different dynamic of a chatter talking to a twitch streamer yeah like, like if you want to be able to talk about chatters relating to a Twitch streamer, that's like one of the easiest ways to do it is to like mm -hmm. figure out their music and be like, oh, you listen to these guys. I do, too. Like, mm -hmm. like I specifically like what I noticed that Twitch has added is their thing called soundtrack. And it adds like a little feature that I guess like Spotify has that you could see, hey, what the song is playing during the background and the stream and everything. And it's supposed to be safe so it doesn't get dmz8 and everything but still most of that stuff on actually soundtrack does have dmca stuff which is kind of funny that they're contradicting yeah. themselves with it yeah i i don't know i guess that's another problem with signing to like a label and producers is then you have mm -hmm. to worry about people not actually being able to promote your music in certain ways yeah like i was i watched what is it one streamer who's a big big artist against the current chrissy constanza i think that's her last name and she was actually did like a whole entire like kind of like little kind of rant about the music industry and everything i hope to get her on the podcast at one point that'll be kind of cool but yeah. like her talking about like the music industry as a whole and everything and saying yo her friend wanted to play her brand new band's brand new song on stream but she can't because she doesn't have the rights to it this record yeah. company this label has it but she wished she could play it but she can't yeah, like artists not owning rights to their own songs is what ultimately I think comes down to like, uh, I like if I were to put in the effort and be like, this is something I'm proud of that I made and now I don't own it. it sucks. It's like, yeah, 
yeah that's that's what i i wouldn't enjoy and when it comes to dmca uh like for a good example is like rex orange county for example uh i know 20 uh, tom's is it 72 hours he's like a Fortnite streamer mm-hmm. uh he played Rex Orange County on his streams a lot. And like, I'm not going to say at the time Rex Orange County was a small artist because he wasn't in any means, but like people would always go in there and be like, who's this? And then he'd be like, Rex Orange County, go check him out. You know, like, yeah. And then people would check him out. And now he's like a, a, a bigger artist. I'm not going to say that's the reason, but mm-hmm. it definitely helps with promotion and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. Like... So shout out 21 Savage for being <laughs> one of the only like rappers to be like, yeah, guys, you can play whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's funny. Like, there's a couple artists I know, like YouTube rappers and like the Twitch and like YouTube scene for like artists. I know like one specific artist I found like last year who's like big in like the YouTube scene but also is like big in the Twitch scene is Josh A. He's like a like YouTube kind of like rapper in a sense, but also like he's big, big time in a sense. Yeah. But it's kind of cool. Like his music is fully like DMCA free for like artists and creators. And it's nice to see that. Also like the YouTube rap scene is actually like growing a lot. And it's good to see a lot of these artists are independent and they could give your music DMCA free. Yeah, the the musicians coming off of youtube has been like huge like you've yeah. got ksi dax quadeca like crypt uh wide yeah. range of variety yeah. that you see yeah. on the youtube platform and it's good it's growing massively and i can't wait to see more on how the youtube rap scene and just music from youtube grows a lot more hell joji was from youtube man and look True. at where he's at dodie clark another good artist that has pretty much always like started on youtube and like grown from there well even people said i think even justin bieber was i don't know if ed sheeran was i forgot if he was or not yeah what do you think about like we're going a little bit back on twitch but like do you think twitch is bigger than becoming do you think you could get big off of twitch or should you get big off of being a music artist you think now uh what do you mean like for like music or just in general like do you think you can grow more on Mm, in i guess stay with music so like hey let's get big off of music on twitch or should i get big off of music on say independent wise i don't know i think personally i i would i mean you could probably expand your audience more on twitch but i think you grow more of a personal community when you're doing it independent because if you're independent mm-hmm. like your inspirations and like uh experiences that you've gone through are literally in your like everyday life and mm-hmm. are like right there in front of you where on twitch it's like the experiences you have can carry over there and you can obviously play music for people on twitch but i just don't think it has the same like intimate feeling as like uh like i mean Cause like Twitch would just be a live concert, like every True. day you're playing on there. Uh, but if you never like were to go on tour or something like that, but on the other end of things, I've seen a lot of people who since COVID started a lot of bands that just perform live on Twitch for concerts. And like the front bottoms is a great example for quite a while. Like every week during the summer, every Friday they would play a set on Twitch and they would just play a live performance. Cool. And it was super cool. And they'd sit down and answer questions from Twitch chat. But I think if you're trying to... 
I think if you're personally trying to grow as an artist and not grow, like if you're trying to grow your music as an artist and not grow your fan base as an artist, you probably want it to be more in that inner, like that intimate setting and like uh, going through like your communities, playing for people that you know first than just starting somewhere like playing it on Twitch. Like, I totally agree. Like, you need to really, I guess, Twitch, you can grow that community and expand that into independent, but for sure, it's really, like, if you can get backed on, like, your independent area, your local music scene, it's going to grow massively, I think, and a wide range of globally, probably, even, I think, more yeah, independent-wise, yeah. because Twitch, you can blow up maybe tomorrow or never. That's the real question about Twitch. Yeah, you're you're completely right. Like I I mean there are a lot of uh music streamers on Twitch that I really enjoy. Like Gibson, he's mm -hmm. an example. Uh he he's a great artist who does covers on Twitch and writes and plays his own music. But I feel like if I look at him, uh the people in a chat love his music and will listen to it. But I, I think Twitch is one of those platforms where it's like people are watching you so they don't have to go out and about and they can yeah. like focus their mind on something else. Whereas if you're putting stuff out like Spotify, Apple music, SoundCloud, and you're playing like live shows, the people that are listening to that music are the people that are more willing to come like, see you play live when Corona's like over and something mm -hmm. the people that are more willing to be more invested in your music. I get that. Totally agree with you. Music influences for yourself, like favorite artists, artists you really inspired to be like, really influence your day-to-day your -day life. Yeah. So I have, okay, definitely the front bottoms, modern baseball, Chancellor Rapper, um, mom jeans. The only thing that I hate is that the type of music that I listen to, specifically mm -hmm. like pop punk and stuff like that. It's like... it everyone always turns out to be a shitty person in real life in the pop punk scene yeah okay My yeah job. i like it depends on like the pop punk scene like it depends on like the artists and everything like there's some 41 like the offspring right i guess yeah yeah it just depends some 41 the offspring but then like recently you've had a lot of bands that have like people have come out and spoke against it it feels like every other day a new pop punk band is like being just torched for being like shitty people but as far as like my own influences definitely modern baseball the front bottoms uh sorority noise is a big one that tackles like mental health stuff like that um slaughter beach dog so unfortunately modern baseball like they broke up to take uh time for themselves mental health wise and mm -hmm. i don't i don't see them getting back together but the one of the main singers from Modern Baseball started their own band called Slaughter Beach Dog, Ooh. and they are by far probably right now uh, my favorite band outside of Modern Baseball. That's good. That's good. That's cool. Is there any, like, small artist or, like, a relatively known artist that you've been getting into recently? All right. So I would say right now, uh, I'm going to say three that are from mm -hmm. different music genres. That way it's, like, balanced. So... The first one would be Jack Hayes, who is like one of these people that I found on TikTok. He, uh, he's kind of a, he does two different types of music for the most part. He does like acoustic, like guitar songs that are awesome. I love them. And then he, he like kind of raps almost, I would compare a little bit like Lil Peep if you like that type of like okay. rap music. 
Um, and then Zach Bryan, he's a, a more country uh, artist. Country? Okay. He, he's yeah, yeah. He I would say he's more towards like uh, if anyone likes listening to, to Tyler Childers, he's on like that um, end of music and super creative guy. I love his music. Uh, and then Lack Honey, who's uh, another rapper. He's kind of similar to like his flow and the way he sounds is similar to Chance. And mm-hmm. uh, he also something really cool that he does. If you want to follow him on Instagram, his Instagram's Lack Honey. He's a he's a small artist. He goes to school uh, in Tennessee. Um, every almost like every night or every other night, he goes on his live story and he just produces beats on his Instagram live and starts rapping like writing songs over them every night so you get to Hmm. like walk through his whole songwriting process and it's super which is cool and then by once the product's done you'll get to see what his like the end product will be like once it finally is out which is kind of cool he'll do at least like the basic start of it but then after probably like hey this is what i did on instagram live like a couple months back right uh so like literally he just goes on live he starts producing a beat and then like one of the tips that i've learned from him which i've heard other people like say but i've never really like put it into place is i mean he does more rapping stuff but what he'll do is he'll like figure out a line that he wants to say or something after the Mm -hmm. like once he has the beat like produced and then he'll just kind of mumble through the song to get like the flow down and that's that's like a really good tip for like and like you don't actually have to say words when you're figuring out how you want the song to go and it's it's i don't know it's just such a cool creative process to go through interesting interesting yeah yeah no he's he's also a super nice guy uh he was like uh he sold like some hats for like five dollars like a while back in the summer so i i bought a hat and he wrote me a hand note on the letter that he sent it to me on and he was like hey man thanks so much for buying keep up the great twitch streams and i was like no way he's watched me on twitch dude that's cool man that's really cool i love okay that's one thing i generally love about like small artists and creators they generally like check up on you and see how you're doing what you're doing with life it's kind of cool but also sucks when hey they get to the big level right and then yeah you can't really reach them anymore yeah yeah but hopefully he does pick up like that's pretty cool that he does that. i mean he opened for 21 savage what i did not yeah it's 21 savage did like a, a festival and he opened for him it was dope dude you need to you need to send me all these guys that you <laughs> recommend, man. Well, Andrew, show yourself out. What do you want the people to know about you, sir? I mean, nothing. Don't <laughs> don't worry about me. But definitely go check out like Jack K's Lack Honey, L A C K H O N E Y Lack Honey. Zach Bryan. Uh, they've all recently like put out music or albums. Mm-hmm like very recently so okay yeah if nice. you if you want to go check those people out for sure out. For sure also actually i wanted to tell you i found an artist on tiktok actually called azo i think it's a u z z o it's kind of like the little peep kind of style kind of vibe yep. for that guy and he's from tiktok and whatever i've been seeing all of his like tiktok videos of like kind of trending and everything i'm like okay this guy sounds pretty good but yeah, for sure, check oh, him I out. I think I do know who this is. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's kind of funny how I found him. I'm like, oh, he's pretty cool. Yeah. All right, man. I think this was 
This is sick. Yeah, man. Wait, where can we listen to the podcast? Where you can listen to the podcast, you can find it on all social media. It's the Music Storm Podcast. So for Instagram, it's Music Storm Podcast. And for Spotify, iTunes, all that, you can just search it on the platforms. That's it, man. Thanks for having me, bro. Yeah.